I thought this panel was about weed, but I'm so really happy it wasn't. I'm really happy it wasn't. Welcome to San Francisco Comic Con's Make America Dank Again panel. We are Black and Black Times Infinity. We are a podcast. <laughs> We're a podcast that's been going on for a little over three years now. On the podcast, I'm Prodigy. Alongside me, it's your boy Blue. And last but not least, what's going on? All right. Yeah. Uh, we are going to talk to you guys about. Actually, go ahead. No, I'm going to say this is actually my first panel. Really? Yeah. Even though we've done a few panels, this is my first time actually being on it. Wow. Well, here we go. Here there's, we go. Typically, there's five of us on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to let you guys down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was gonna say something, but it's kids in the audience. Goddamn. <laughs> on our an- on our pod on our anime on our podcast, we talk about uh, anime, comics, games, social events, uh, pop culture, pop all culture. of that stuff in detail and in depth, uncensored. Yeah. Mm. You know, unedited. Unedited, straight from San Leandro. Well, it's rarely ended. We have ended before, yes. but it's only for certain reasons. Yes. So we've had bad guests. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they will not be named, but they we've had some bad guests. They know who they are, though. Yeah. <laughs> they, know who, they know exactly who they are. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. There are grown man arguments on there pretty much every other week. Um, yeah. And uh, it's just a fun fun cast. We, yeah. It's on at 8.30 on YouTube every Wednesday night. Yeah, you can join the chat room and chat with us and... We'll read your comments, and if you see something that's like real funny, we'll talk about it on the podcast. And we also have like uh, what we call Ask Bees and DI questions, where fans can access questions on our Twitter or Facebook page, and we'll answer them on our podcast. And it can be any question, like, "Hey, you know, I met this girl, and she's got one toe. Should I keep dating her?" Like, we'll answer questions like that. So we will give you hilarious answers. We will. We definitely will. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we decided to do this this uh, panel in particular because before we used to do panels on diversity. And uh, it's kind of like a, a key phrase now. We decided to do one that's not necessarily based on diversity because our version of diversity included everybody. And everybody right now is kind of on the bandwagon of excluding certain people and then calling it diversity. We didn't agree with that. But for this podcast, or for this panel, we decided to do something that's uh, fun because yeah. the past year or so, it's been, uh, it's been kind of crappy. So we decided to do uh, a panel that's based on uh, cool things that we've seen or done over the past year and to share them with you and uh, give you our insights on things that you may not have played, read, or watched. Uh, watched. So that's where we'll start. Are we going to start with anime or games or comics? Uh, let's start with some of... Well, well I'm sorry. Want to start with, what do you guys want to start with? So, games. Want to start with games? Let's do it. Go. All right, well, let's start with me then. <laughs> <laughs> So, so actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with a little bit of a history lesson. So oh, let me give you. I'm gonna pause real quick just to get behind the scenes. He literally wrote something down, and it's on his phone. <laughs> Technology, check that out. I got a little stylus that pop out of my phone. I'm old school. Yeah, I'm, I'm new school, new wave. I mean, that's, we're, we live in Silicon Valley, so we gotta be cutting edge type stuff. But uh, first, I, I was gonna start off with a little bit of a history lesson because I thought we were going to cover like all comic book, video game based stuff. So that's kind of what I'm, I'm gonna start off from. But um, so first, everybody loves Superman, right? Kind of. We get a lukewarm reaction. I don't love Superman. I don't like Superman. Look, I could use the worst comic. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> this kid's a good prize. <laughs> but um, yeah, so first, one of the first original video games was actually a Superman game, and it was on Atari 2600, which blew my mind when I found this out. But what's cool about the game was that it actually was kind of revolutionized because you were Clark Kent and Superman, and you actually had to, as Clark Kent, you would go into a phone booth, and you would transform into Superman, and you're able to like fly around your... There's part of the games where you have to put a bridge together, you have to fight Lex Luthor, you have to like grab criminals and throw them into prison. And this is on like, what, what was Atari, like 8-bit? No, it wasn't 8-bit. It wasn't 8-bit, it was, it was, it was like 2-bit. Yeah. Like there's <laughs> yeah. barely any color to this. But the game was like one of the first comic book based video games. But then moving forward, you have like the Superman arcade game that was really popular. And then you had Superman Return. Which was, that was an awful a game. shitty game. It was so <laughs> was bad. Really bad. Yeah. If you ever played it, everybody knows that that game was really bad. They tried to make it so Superman was invincible, and all the the damage that was done was like your meter was showing you what damage was done to Metropolis. But the game was so bad. Like the graphics were really bad, considering that it was on uh, the PS3, which is 
which, which was a powerful console at the time. I think I played it on the... Uh, oh, was it the PS2? I played it on the Nintendo, I think. It was the, the oh, yeah, it was, N64. It was the, yeah, yeah, it was the N64, that's right. It was a rings. PlayStation. The whole game was like a lo- flying through rings, and it was very yeah, annoying. Good. If you played Pilot Wings, <laughs> you, remember, you remember now, right? It's all yeah. the game. Yeah, most people try to, like, edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Anyway. All right, then move forward. So everybody, everybody loves Spider-Man, right? Anybody loves Spider-Man here? Yeah. yeah. There My you go. Uncle is actually making a Spider-Man game. He works at um, Insomniac Games. He's the chief producer. Oh, we gonna talk now. Yeah. Oh, so Come on now. On the new game that's coming out. He made all the Ratchet and Clanks. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. Your uncle sounds cool. Can I borrow him for my, my life? <laughs> yeah. Is, is he adopting? <laughs> All right, but yeah, so... Can you rent my uncle? Yeah, exactly. You know. rent, rent uncle. That should be like a... That like like Uber. Uber. Yeah. <laughs> rent uncle. I need a shed build. Can your uncle build sheds? <laughs> no. You can build Spider-Man. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, so back to Spider-Man. So Spider-Man, you know, everybody knows, was released on the, on, the, on the Sega Genesis. Or no, the, one of the great ones was on the PlayStation, which actually had the first roaming concept where you can actually... Travel all around New York. You could shoot webs and swing around yeah, like Empire around. State Building and stuff like that. And the game was really fun. Like crimes would happen in different locations. But kind of moving forward, like we all grew up on X Men arcade Hell game. Yeah. X Men was it called the uh, the Children Crisis? He's uh, like, I didn't grow up on that. Children of Atomic, <laughs> and that game was really fun. Like everybody remember like going to the arcade games, and it that was like it was like what like four to it six characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was like it was. Uh, you can be yeah. Wolverine, um, Colossus. You can be Storm, uh, the the Nightcrawler. Yeah, and then uh, there was another person. The the Cyclops. Was it was Cyclops? Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops. There was there were six of them all together. There was also like the Diamond Chick. I think was in there. No, no Emma Frost. We yeah, she was in there. Recently. Yeah, she. That, I played as her. And I was like, I didn't know she was in this game. But like that was like. Wait, that was like fun. Like this is back in the days where everybody would come up. You you pitch a quarter on the machine, like because you got the next turn. But then like playing a game, you enter like a bunch of quarters so you can try to get to the boss. But nowadays, like you arcades are kind of sliding away. They're kind of fading. There are away. arcade machines here though. Oh, they are. Yes. Oh, okay. I haven't walked the floor yet. They're great. They're great. They're great. They're great. But then, but then we had the we had the game that changed gaming altogether was X Men versus. Street Fighter. Oh that, yeah, that would ruin yeah. friendships, boy. Because you get your everybody had their favorite characters that they would play as, or their favorite comic book person. And just imagine, like you playing as Wolverine, Ryu, and Ken. Oh man, you would do all kind of crazy damage. But then they turned around and made Marvel vs. Capcom, which yeah. blew my mind. Because then they took all the games, all the characters from Capcom, and all the Marvel characters, and threw them into the game. So it wasn't just X Men characters; it was all of of uh, of Marvel. Hold on, and recently they just came out with because Marvel's. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> is Dragon Ball Fighters. Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters. Y'all played that? Yeah. Well, I, I want to play. Is it really good? It's, it's really good. good. Yeah, if you're a Dragon yeah. Ball fan, if you're an anime fan, it's, it's, it's really good. Dragon Ball Fighters? Dragon Ball Fighters? Are they, ha- are they having tournaments upstairs? Because last week at Fanime, they actually had a bunch two of tournaments ago. going. Two yeah, weeks ago. two weeks ago. I-, I wasn't gonna get the game until two weeks ago, and then I saw it being played, it's and I was good. like, it's basically Marvel vs. Capcom, but with Dragon Ball characters, and I was sold, and I've been playing it for the past like week. It's yeah. an awesome yeah. game. If y'all haven't played it yet, the, pick it up. It's really good. The story starts off kind of weird at first, but once you start playing it, it's kind of dope. But what's yeah, cool about yeah. it too is that they they bring in new characters. Like there's Android Twenty One. Which is a new android that's not actually they, in my new wave room. Yes, they do. That, that's yeah. Android Twenty One. Yeah, she's girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. She transforms. That's like her her double ganger. So when she transforms, she turns in, form into female Majin, Majin Buu. So it's really cool. And like the storyline is really dope. And it, I actually heard that the next Dragon Ball series is is going to be called Dragon Ball Heroes, and it's going to bring in all of the different uh, Dragon Ball universe from like the gaming and all that stuff. And it's all going to be pulled into the thing. It's not going to be part of the Dragon Ball universe, but it's going to have a bunch of characters from that. So it's based off of the Dragon Ball Hero universe? game. It's going to be like how Xenoverse was. Yes. Like outside Yes, oh. it's yeah. going to be just like that. So it's going to be kind of inside the Dragon Ball world, but not really. Wait, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, can you play Yes. You can. In arcade mode, you can. Okay, cool. I'm still playing story mode, so yeah. <laughs> but one of my favorite games that I've played of all times. Ooh. If you can't tell, is uh, Batman Arkham 
all the Arkham games are the best. The fact that you can, like, you're not just playing as Batman. You're going around, like, beating people up. You're, you're like, solving clues. There's, like, little puzzles you can do. Like, you're trying to solve the Riddler's puzzles. Like, you're trying to solve all these different things. It's actually one of the first games I platinum. But um, just, a, just the way that they took the Batman character and was able to translate into a video game that makes you feel like you're the actual character. And then also later on they had Batman VR for, that you can play on the PlayStation VR as well as the HTC Vive. I have an HTC Vive and I played it. I was Batman, y'all, it was dope. I loved it, I loved every bit of it. You're not like doing like cool like fight scenes, stuff like that, but you're pretty much solving a crime. And one of the crimes is, is that Robin is murdered. So you're going around solving Robin's crime, but what's cool is that Which they one, take- Jason Todd? No, no, like Dick Grayson, Robin. Oh, wow. Or not, no, sorry, Nightwing. You're solving Nightwing's crime. Okay. And if you ever play the Arkham games, it, it ties into the Arkham franchise, which is kind of cool. So once you get to the end, there's, you're like, damn. So they released on the Vive? I thought it was only on the uh, PSVR. No, it's on the HTC Vive, oh, too. I, I got yeah. a Vive as well. I haven't played it. It's, I, think it's like, <laughs> I think it was like $10 for it. Oh, really? But yeah, yeah it's, it it's really cool. So if you have HTC Vive or VR, definitely try playing that. But um, other than that, you guys playing uh, got, got a Boy, right? Woo, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's... <laughs> have you passed it yet? <laughs> oh, man, it's... The back and forth between him, uh, Kratos, and his son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, let's not pull that. No, let's not blow the horn. Yeah, don't spoil it. Don't we... Pulled every trigger that we see. <laughs> I played all, all three of them. All four. I didn't like the. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that happens. That's why my PC and console. I used to be a pure PC gamer, and then all my friends and my cousin, they're all console gamers. So I kind of like transition to console gaming. But yeah, bad console ports are like the worst. <laughs> like, li- literally the worst. Have you guys played any of the Batman Telltale games? I've not. I've just those, those will blow your. So if you're, if you think you're, if you have, if you think you're a Batman fan, you play that game and you'll realize that you are not a Batman fan. You're constantly like questioning your judgments and like you think this is something that Batman would do, and you put the, you like it's so it's basically a a turn by turn game. So you you pretty much you're basically like a director of a movie, and so when you're playing a game, you do certain actions. And there's like consequences, and later on in the game, those kind of come back to bite you. And it, the game is just fucking stressful from the beginning. Like, you're you're playing pool, and um, Falcone shows up, and it's like, oh, do you kick him out, or do you like chit chat with him? And I'm like, get the fuck out of my house. And it, on the top, it's like, oh, he's gonna remember that. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, damn it. Literally, that that game was so good that they wrote a comic about. It. Yeah, yes. it's a comic based off yeah. it now. So, yes. Yeah. So that, that was really... Actually, I picked up the comic, and it was I was really intrigued. Yeah, you got to play the game. Just so y'all know, we got a Superman fan that just walked in. Oh. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, that's it for gaming-wise, gaming comic things. Yeah. All right, you got two more choices. You got uh, comics or anime. Movies? This is a Comic-Con. You go go for comics. Want me to do comics? Yeah, let's do comics. All right, I'm going to talk about comics that you probably haven't read yet. Hopefully. All right, I'm hoping. So I'm going to start with, because we call this Make America Dink Again. It's kind of a hit on our current president. <laughs> um, the first comic I'm going to talk about is Barrier. And it's a comic. This is it. It is by Brian K. Vaughn, who is one of my favorite writers of all time. He wrote Saga, um, We Stand on Guard, and, a, a few, and a Paper Girls that I know of. He's done a few others as well. Um, it starts off with uh, a woman. Her name is Liddy. And she's on the border of Mexico and Texas, and she's a rancher. And she finds a horse's head on her ranch, and she thinks that it's Mexican mafia that's trying to go through her land to get to America. The other side of the story is with Oscar, and this is a bilingual comic. So if you if you can speak English and Spanish, this is a great comic. Because for me, I was like Google translating. Yeah, there's, there's no <laughs> translating, it's just in Spanish. Yeah, it's just straight in Spanish. It doesn't translate any for, anything for you at all. And uh, I'll give you a tip. Google Translate does not like Comic Sans. So if you're doing like the live Google Translate, <laughs> you just got to type it in. Nobody right? likes Comic Sans. <laughs> or you can do it as like the traditionalist and just read the comic. If you, if you know only English, you can still understand the whole story without understanding Spanish. So I didn't know that until I talked to Eton, who's mm-hmm. from Cape and Cow, which is, the booth is right down there. Yeah. Yep. He's a, a friend of ours. We've done a live podcast from them before. Sure. 
And he said that the uh, Brian K. Vaughan said that you can read the entire comic without knowing Spanish and just through the panels you'll understand what's going on. And actually the third comic uh, has no words. So, and it's all just panels and it was awesome. Anyway, the other character in this is Oscar and he's coming up from Honduras into America, trying to immigrate illegally of course. And he ends up meeting Liddy and she shoots him because he's, he's on, his, on her ranch. And, it, and at the end of the first comic, all of a sudden, at the end, at, in that conflict of him or her shooting him, aliens whisk them away. And they're all of alien spacecraft. And I will leave it there. Yeah. yeah. And there is only, the, the only small gripe I have about this comic is that it is very long, as in like the actual comic is long. I like to get like the comics that have uh, the thing in the background where you have like the tape in the back. But you can't because they're a little bit too long. So I had to get like the normal comments here. They put real tape on it. And it reads like this. Like, well, yeah. Um, Does it read horizontally? Yeah. So I was going to ask why you did that. That's why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> it reads horizontally. It reads like a, a, a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it is excellent. It is uh, one of my biggest surprises of this year was this comic. And I think they just finished it. Uh, either this week or possibly next week. So it's, it's, I think it's five or six comics. Definitely worth a read. Um, I love this comic. Uh, the next one up is something that, for some reason, people don't know about, even though the movie was out not so long ago. But uh, Hit Girl has a new comic out. Hi-ya! And uh, <laughs> I was very surprised that nobody heard about it, because I didn't know either. I wrote... I walked in my comic shop and I was like, oh my god, it's Hit Girl, so I'm, I'm picking that up. Um, this is Kick-Ass Hit Girl, right? Yes, it is Kick-Ass Hit Girl, and uh, Kick-Ass retires, and Hit Girl needs a sidekick because that's what she's all about. She needs a partner, not a sidekick, a partner is what she needs, and she decides to, uh, to partner with a Colombian assassin. Ooh. And so in this one, it's, uh, it's awesome because obviously it's a bad guy, she's got a basically spring him out of jail to help her out to bring down other mafia members. It's a very, uh, they hit the ground running on this comic and they just start killing people. So it's, uh, it's violent and I love it. And uh, Mindy McCready is back in all of her glory. And uh, I can't talk about uh, kick, or I can't talk about Hit Girl without Kick-Ass, because Kick-Ass is back too. But it is not uh, the Kick-Ass that we saw in the movies. Uh, Kick-Ass in this is, Patience Lee, who is a African American mother, who is also an Army veteran, who is a straight up killer in uh, in wars, and she comes back to America to learn that her husband leaves her, and she has kids, and she's like, I don't know, I don't know how to make ends meet. She's low on money, and so she has to figure out a way to make money, and her way to make money is ripping off gangsters. <laughs> so she puts on the Modern day Robin Hood. Puts on the kick-ass uh, whole costume and starts ripping off gangsters, and then uh, shit hits the fan from there. So, nice. <laughs> yeah, she rips off one of the wrong gangsters, and, yeah, she has to kind of deal with it. Uh, next one up is a cool one for, uh, for people that are in love. What? Yeah. This one came out. I, I think this should have came out around Valentine's Day, but it didn't. But it's a great comic. <laughs> it's, uh, it's The Death of Love. It's uh, by Justin Jordan who is one of my favorite writers. He, uh, he wrote a few comics that I love. Uh, Luther Strode, if anybody's ever read that comic, if you have not read Luther Strode... Read it. You read that, right? Yeah. No, you haven't read no. it? All right. Oh, if you haven't God. read Luther Strode, it's one of the best comics of all time, yes. in my opinion. Yes. It is one of the most violent comics I've ever read. <laughs> um, I've never seen somebody draw um, somebody get shot in the face so well. That, uh, uh, what was the guy's name? The, 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 the guy who drew it. I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. Bad with names. But yeah, it's a great comic. But anyway, Death of Love is a story about uh, Philo Harris. He is uh, not a ladies' man. And he's <laughs> constantly looking around to find his, his woman. And he ends up going to a bar. And somebody uh, says, hey, you're, I see you got shot down by many women. Uh, I can give you a pill that'll help you. It is not Viagra. <laughs> it is a red pill. And he says, if you take this red pill, I can guarantee you that you will change your, your perspective on life. And he takes the pill, and all of a sudden, he can see cupids. And so these cupids are violent because they notice that he can see them, and he decides to try to kill them. <laughs> so he, just, he goes on a journey of killing cupids because they're trying to kill him. 
And it it's a crazy story about him trying to find love, but him basically killing, killing a bunch love. of cupids, like <laughs> a bunch of cupids. It's a, it's a crazy story. Um, next one up is a, a Oblivion song. Robert Kirkman, y'all should know that name, right? Right? Walking Dead? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't know that he was coming out with this comic until I saw it on the shelves. So Oblivion song is a, a great comic about, um, it's in Philadelphia where 300,000 people in Philadelphia get transported to a different universe Ooh. and people don't realize that they're gone. They thought they were all just dead, but uh, various governments in the, United, in the world decide to try and rescue them from, from the other universe and uh, they get some people back, but over time, less and less people keep coming back alive. And so they decided to stop looking, but one man named, uh, it's Nathan Cole, there we go, decides to keep on searching. And people in the other universe don't realize that they're even transporting. And they're in a world full of monsters, and they're running from... Kaijus? It's ba- it, yeah, <laughs> basically they're kind of like yeah. Kaijus. Yeah, they're constantly getting eaten by these monsters. Mm. So it's, it's been a pretty cool, you know, wrap this up pretty soon. Uh, Thanos has been one that people don't realize that is a new comic. That came out uh, earlier last year. Isn't that the Fortnite character? No. I forgot about Fortnite. Oh, man. So, Thanos is one of my favorite villains of all time, even before like the recent Thanos stuff, because actually, the Thanos is in, that was in the movies is not my Thanos. But it's okay. <laughs> I still like them. Yeah, no, the. Um, Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. Because his main. Uh, Objective. Yeah, it's, it, it's not to like half the universe, it's all for death. And they, they messed that up, but it's okay. I still, you know, they still did a decent job with him. So, but this Thanos comic is uh, where Thanos wins, literally wins everything. So he kills everybody. He wins in the future. He uh, and it's him basically learning how to cope with winning because for him he's never he's won temporarily, but when he goes in the future he's won everything. It's just him, uh, Silver Surfer. A handful of like cosmic beings, and then like ghost and the warriors, right? No, and ghost, <laughs> yeah. And, ghost, oh, yeah, yeah, ghost Rider basically lives forever, but Ghost Rider in this one is the Punisher, so that's really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna skip one comic, and I'm gonna go to uh, to Skyward because Ooh. actually no, I'm gonna skip just the very end. Maestros, <laughs> this was my favorite comic of last year, Ooh. by far. By far. Image comic, it is, uh, I call it my dankest comic of 2017. (laughs) And the reason why is because it's insane. It's about a guy who's a wizard king. And in the very, like, the first three panels, the wizard king dies in a horrible fashion. And him and his whole royal family dies. And the title of wizard king has to go to his son, who was banished to Earth. And so his son ends up coming to this new, basically, magical universe who actually, he knows magic too, but he doesn't use it on Earth because it's magic. And so when he comes there, he decides to kind of reimagine this universe in his image. And so he uses a various doctrines to kind of like navigate how to make that universe better. And one of them, the favorite Great one again. of mine. What's up? Great again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> And one of, his, one of his things was the Khaleesi Doctrine, which I love because they had slaves there, so he decided to free all the slaves and like, give them work and stuff. So it's a great comic, super gory. Um, it's insane. If, if you don't mind gore, pick it up. It's a great comic. And my last thing that I will, I will say is that I know I told some of you that were in here before that I was going to give away uh, a comic that is rare. Or I was going to give away something that was rare, and it's one out of 3,000, and I am going to give it away. In this, uh, in this panel. And this is the Black Panther variant from Cape and Cowell Comics. It is, That's the reaction. It really is one of 3,000. I love these. So, <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when we're done talking, all of you will talk with us. And then whoever has the best comment or whatever, uh, you will get that comic. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And on the back, it's actually the release date and all that stuff. I've never, I haven't. I haven't read this particular one. I bought a, a normal one. And I read that one. I bought uh, three of these, my own money, and uh, this is this is worth money, like money right now. So uh, I looked on eBay two, two days ago, yeah. and it was one hundred fifty-eight dollars for this comic. I would never so. sell that. <laughs> 
Well, you wouldn't. That's why I'm giving it away. <laughs> True believers. <laughs> so, on to the anime. Yeah, so... Anime or media? Right? I'm going to do a little anime, a little movies. Um, I love villains. I really love villains. Griffith from Berserk did nothing wrong. We've already established all of that. He did, though. We've already established it. We've already established it. What did he do with Casca? That was wrong. She, had, she, she, had a she did not deserve that. <laughs> okay. But... <laughs> But I think that there is a very, very special villain that some of you might be missing out on right now, and I'm here to tell you about him. Great. <laughs> on a little network known as FX, there's a show called Legion. Oh. And on Legion, I didn't respect the character of the Shadow King at all from the X-Men universe until this show came out. When I thought X-Men, I thought Mr. Sinister, I thought Magneto, Emma Frost, all the traditional villain Apocalypse, of course. We've seen all those in the movies. None of them hold a candle to Amal Farouk, a.k.a. the Shadow King. And if you're watching Legion, you would never argue against me on I this. I like how you rolled your R. I did. <laughs> Farouk. Did you watch the old, uh, old X-Men cartoon, Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you remember Storm going up against him, though? All, that's all great. Don't get me wrong. But on this one, he combines the ultimate power of like a purple man from Jessica Jones with the sinister kind of evil hearted nature of like a Mr. Sinister, along with the Magneto's dreams of like world domination in a lot of ways. And he's playing literal chess with everybody, including David and they're Sid. Playing yeah, they're, they're all playing checkers. He's, I can't remember, I don't have the actor's actual name, but he's a different actor in season two uh, that you get, uh, an Iranian-American actor, I believe. Just please go watch this show if you like villains, if you respect true mutant power, and... Someone who's just wrecking shop of all the other X-Men heroes that, that, let me just say this, there aren't a whole lot of like people in tights in this show. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a psychedelic show, you know what I mean? With some of the best camera work you've ever seen. It feels like a movie, but this villain is literally doing things that I never thought were possible on network television from a comic book standpoint. And he just deserves all the attention. I would give him a, an Emmy, literally. While you're, on, while you're on that point, if you do watch Legion, which I highly recommend, do not watch that show and then be on your phone or doing something else. You cannot do that in this show. Because hey. it's literally, he didn't give you the actual synopsis, but the, the main character is crazy. Literally crazy. And so you're, lit you're going through this show through his mind. And there are things that if you're on your phone, you will, you will miss that are on the screen if uh, you're not watching at all times. Yes. And there are things that are very significant. And there are things that are pretty insane. Yeah. So you have to you have to give it pretty much 100% of your attention. Yes. If you don't, you're going to be like, oh, this show sucks. Yeah. Is the main character the Shadow King? No. No, no, no. he's not the main character. The main uh, character is, is David, who's a the, the son of Professor X. Yes. And he's insane. Like, yeah. He's insane with, like, basically the most OP power set. Absolutely. Probably in Marvel. Yeah. Except for the one above all, right? Probably. One above well, all. There's a few other ones. Oh. No, you probably kill Onslaught. Are you talking about Onslaught? Onslaught, yeah. You probably kill Onslaught. But yeah, he's, he's pretty much OP. Oh, he doesn't realize it, though. Professor X, though. What's up? Onslaught is Professor X. And Magneto, yes. But the um, but Legion, he's, he's pretty OP. He, he can basically, he has many personalities in his head, and he can draw upon any of them for their mutant powers. Yeah. And so it gets, it gets pretty crazy. Dude, you yeah, just got you got you got to watch this is required yeah. Yeah. comic yeah. book nerd watch if you've ever liked anything with mutants or the x-men this is the show to watch have cloak and dagger came out yet that comes came out, out, came out right? yeah just yeah. yesterday i haven't watched it yet, we watched it. I haven't watched it yet. cloak and dagger oh came yeah. out yesterday have anybody has anybody watched that uh, i saw that yet really storm just walked by i haven't watched it yet i'm going to watch it but i just haven't had a chance to yet there's always other avenues. Wait, so it came out on Wednesday? Watch it. <laughs> it came out on Wednesday, right? Yeah, for Cloak and Dagger, I believe. Yeah, see, that's... Any show that comes out on Wednesday... Or maybe it might have been Thursday. Yeah. It might have been Thursday. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, obviously I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I think most people are. Um, 
had some problems with some of the recent stuff, but a big shout out to Kelly Marie Tran, who plays Rose in Last Jedi, uh, being garbage. That's 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 we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, yeah. We talk about it on podcast this week. Definitely went into a lot of detail on the podcast this week about uh, some of the stuff that uh, the internet trolls have been doing against her. Um, I think it's messed up, and we wish her obviously the best. But I want to actually say that when it comes to Star Wars and the recent movies, I don't think enough people are giving credit to our supreme leader, <laughs> Kylo Ren. It's all about villains. <laughs> on his villain grind, yeah, so doing so much to make these movies really work. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I just feel like uh, he's someone you, you obviously hate for a long period of time, but you also find yourself sympathizing with him. And that's the mark of a, a really good villain. And so... Um, from my standpoint, for someone who, you know, again, loves Farouk, loves Shadow King, you know, loves to see villains doing evil stuff and also winning. <laughs> you take it off his shirt. Yeah, he did take off his shirt. He did <laughs> take off his shirt. Yeah, he did. So I just, I, I want to give a shout out to him. And then there was one last one I want to say too. Um, did everybody see Deadpool 2? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. All right. This isn't a, a true villain, per se, in this one. She was kind of an anti-hero. But from now on, Zazie Beats <laughs> is Domino. I oh, know, yeah. I know there, were, there was a small minority of you guys Lucky that were... Yes, Luck is a superpower now. There was a small... She didn't believe that... That was a real character. It, but yeah. So that's, the, that's what I was just going to say. Domino did not have a huge fan base. You know what I mean? And yes, they definitely changed the character. But Zazie Beats embodied it so well, I can't look at Domino any other way than seeing Zazie yeah. Beats from now on. I, she I she just be, seems she lucky. She killed that role. Yeah, she, I, she, she knocked it out of the park. I gotta be honest, I'm a huge comic fan. I knew about Domino, Domino before the movie came out, and I was like, mm, that's not Domino. Because Domino was like, she's super pale. Yeah. He's basically the exact opposite of what Zazie Beats was. Yeah, it's literally white face with a black dot, right? So, but it was the other way around, and I was just like, ah. I don't know, but she knocked out of the park. Zazie so beats his domino. I couldn't eat. She survived. It, it, <laughs> it feels, for, at least for me, you know, y'all don't have to agree, but it felt to me like such a good ch- uh, a change on the level of Nick Fury being Sam Jackson in the MCU, where obviously I'd seen Nick Fury, that OG version for years and years and years, never really cared for him, didn't hate on him either. But then I saw Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, and I was like, okay, this is my Nick Fury from now on. <laughs> and I can't, like, switch my mind back or whatever. It's just, from now on, it's going to be this. Okay. So, go on. I just to, wanted to appreciate jump, it. No, I was going to say, jump back to the DC Universe. Actually, they, they changed uh, Perry White's character from white guy to a black guy. Because, um, uh, what's the name played him from The Matrix? What's the guy's name? You guys know his name. What's the guy from The Matrix? Oh, uh, uh, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. Yeah, Lawrence he Fishburne. played Perry White, and like nobody said anything about that. Yep. You mean you mean Deep Cover? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, and I'm sorry, I know no, I said that was sorry. the last one. <laughs> one more quick, just positive, awesome shout out. This Into the Spider Verse movie that's coming out in December oh, yeah. is going yeah. to be yeah, epic. That looks so good. There are people who now remember Miles Morales has not been around for a long time. He came out in, uh, by Brian Michael Bendis in 2011. Yeah. Um. In just these last seven years, Miles Morales is getting his own animated film, and I think full it's, length. you know, full-length animated film too, in theaters. Um, he, his stock is going nothing but up, and I feel like for, especially for younger fans, this is going to be, in a lot of ways, one of their default, basically their default Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And I know that seems weird. Uh, Spider-Man has plenty of history. I love Peter Parker. I'm never going to not love Peter Parker. But having Miles Morales get some shine and love is going to be outstanding. And Peter is still going to be in it. Yeah. And so, and, and I can't wait to see this interdimensional stuff that's going on, you know, oh, yeah. with Miles. So I, I love all of that that's going on. And I just, I, I want that suit. They, were, they the, did a really good job in the comics for having that multiple universes and like Peter crossing over to Miles' universe and yeah. that he gets his spider, his get he gets Peter's web shooters from him. That's kind of cool. I hope, the fact that he was like supposed to be like a minor character, like it was supposed to be like a short comic pool, but he was so popular that blew up. Marvel decided to like start printing money. Well, if, if you read the Spider-Man comic right now, the Spider-Man comic is Miles Morales. Yep. So unless you read like the Amazing Spider-Man, which is Peter, Peter Parker, Parker, but... 
And I'm hoping, I, I didn't see this definitively in the trailer, but I'm hoping, of course, they have a good villain in this movie. And I think they will. I think they will. Hopefully a villain on the level of Shadow King. <laughs> good, good villains are key. Yes. I think that we've, we've gone oh, like yeah. a long time with bad villains, and I think that Thanos changed that direction. Mm -hmm. um, as far, at least for me at the end of uh, Infinity War, at the end where the villain won, I was like, thank you. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of seeing. I'm tired of watching these movies where you, you pretty much know the end, right? The, yeah. the heroes always win. You know, like uh, you know, you st we still enjoy these movies, right? Mm -hmm. yes. But you know, in the end, the, the hero's gonna win. But at the end of Infinity War, it was like Thanos won, killed half of the universe, and heroes died. And I thought that was that was awesome. And that's kind of something I need to work on with the Superman movies because I'm tired of Superman. DC always... in general. Yeah, oh. DC in general. But I'm tired of Superman constantly just fighting Lex Luthor. Like, that's it. Like, all the, even, even like the movies from the 80s, it was Superman versus Lex Luthor until he fought against yeah. the Please, Sun yeah. Dude. Give me Brainiac. Yeah, well, yeah give me Brainiac. Krypton? Uh, Krypton is a really great it's show. It's worth watching. Yeah. I'm serious. Like, I I didn't want to watch it at first, but it's, it hooked me. So, first episode got they me. They did a really good job with the way that uh, Brainiac looks, acts, and all that stuff. He looks like the, the modern version of Brainiac. So, it's, uh, it's, it's really cool. And it's, uh, I was I was really skeptical because I didn't want to see like a you know origin story or like a retelling of but it's yeah it's nothing like that yeah well they did a really good job well, they, they of like, everything they did a really good job of like so it's not even a prequel to Superman it's basically it's life on Krypton and yeah. what happens on there and the, the way that it ties into the Superman universe is that. Somebody goes back in time to try to kill off Superman's family, and that's how. It's not a spoiler or anything. That's the first episode tells you that, so yeah, it's kind of yeah. cool. It's well, really cool how they do it. They well, do some Back to Future shit with some stuff sl slightly disappearing. Yeah. Uh, Why don't we open it? Up? Oh, are you gonna? Krypton. <laughs> yeah, Terminator Krypton. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Lex Luthor feels like DC's Tony Stark only evil to me, but or, what's the, like Doom? Like Doctor Doom? Isn't Tony Stark evil? Tony's done some things. He messed up Spider-Man, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to open it up. That's a villain to me. We're a very open podcast. Um, we appreciate you guys' time, but we want to open it up to any questions you have about some of the things that are going on in the geek fandom, from comics to anime to video games. Any questions that you guys have and you want to discuss or have us answer? Wait a minute. Start with you. Okay, one thing, this isn't a question, this is a comment about the um, bad uh, supervillains. Scarecrow is underrated. Ooh, Ooh hot takes. <laughs> I like it. Explain yourself. He is. He's such a great villain. I mean, like, he's messed up, but, like, he has character. Batman Begins proved that to me. I'm with you. Well, that and the, the games, too. I mean, he's spreading the games, oh, too. Great in that. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the fear toxin when you're playing in the Batman Arkham games. Like, wow. everything that happened that is it's, it's, it's crazy. No, but have you read the, um, the comic strip, his, the comic strip series that was called Scarecrow? And it was, like, first, like, a bunch of stuff happens, but it shows how, like, how he became Scarecrow as, like, like when he was a kid and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have not read it. And so on so forth. It's um, amazing. It's such a good... I'm going to check that out. Like an origin story? Yeah, it's like an origin story, but also like it in the present and an origin story. Dude, I'm so it's, it's a comic you're talking about, right? Yeah, but like it's mature too. Like, do you like you like Wolverine or comics, man? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you like Wolverine or Guardians of the Galaxy? Which one? Which one do you like more between the two? Ooh, wow! He turned his nose up to both. He said, "No, I like both." <laughs> but which but one? Which one do you like better? I feel like both answers are wrong. <laughs> Red pill, blue pill. What's your favorite comic then? Oh, favorite comic, X Men. X Men? Okay. Right, cool. So you read like the new stuff? Yeah. Awesome. I haven't kept up with the new stuff. You have though. You like the For cool. you do. Oh, I love it. It's oh. a good question. There you go. <laughs> do you have that already? No, I don't. Oh, there you go. Oh, that is courtesy of our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Lucrate? So the comic <laughs> isn't the only gift yeah. prize that we have today. So uh -huh. it is not. Y'all could have been at a Warriors parade. We appreciate yeah. you being here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Warriors won. You probably not sports fans right here. He's a sport. You're a sports fan. All right, he's a sports fan too. See, the other thing I had was this. That's Warriors why fan. I was asking you. Open fan. All right, there you there go. go. That's a good answer. Best answer. It's rock. It's rocket with Groot on his head. So that's what it looks like. 
Was there, Ooh, was there another question? I know, I thought I saw, yeah. Question until come. Comment and the question. Oh boy. Again. Yeah, sure. Let's so do it. The What's going on, man? that I have is based on, like, predicated on spoilers for Deadpool 2. Is that okay with everyone? Have everybody seen Deadpool 2? Yeah. The window has passed. Okay. I say you did. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. the end credit sequences. Yes. Where he goes back and he saves his girlfriend. Yes. Does that not make the entire movie moot? Because he doesn't go to the uh, school to mope and therefore does not become a trainee. Mm. And You're right. It, it, it would introduce a paradox, which is why yeah. uh, time travel is always bad to do. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at a flash. Yeah. But were the end credit scenes canned? Yeah, that's the Probably two questions. Well, was it Bob got saved? Was it Bob or Ted? What was the guy's name? Peter? Oh, yeah, Peter. Peter. Yeah. Peter. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So, like, what, is it canon that his, that his girlfriend is alive, or is she dead? I'm not sure. Well, we'll see in the next movie. I'm pretty sure they make a joke about that, because they're pretty good about making jokes about what they messed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're right. It would, and then I did like that part where he shot him right before he... Uh, so the Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was rough. Well, even the, the scene with the with the the wolf or the Deadpool from the Wolverine origin movie was pretty funny. Yeah. That part yeah. had me hanging up. Yeah. Yeah. Just cleaning up some loose ends. Yeah. That's a good one. Was So then my uh, question was: uh, Have you guys heard of a comic called Jawbreakers? I have, but I have not read it. Okay. Your recommendation? I was just wondering what your hot take on that. Oh, <laughs> I haven't read it. Okay. Unfortunately, I read a lot of comics, but not that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to get it. You haven't read it either? No. Has anybody read it in this room? I was room? just wondering. No? Good job, Burke. All right. Okay. I definitely heard about it, but I, I haven't it. was like it. a callback to like 90s and like 80s comics. Yeah, I heard good things about it, but um, so my comic book poll used to be, up until recently, um, was between $1,600 a week, and so I'm buying a house. <laughs> in a barrier. Let's uh, <laughs> let's save some money somewhere. And so comics was one of the things that I decided to reduce a little bit um, by the ones that I, I couldn't keep up with every week. And so yeah, I, I couldn't add that one in there. But yeah, I heard good things. Uh, I will pick up the trade, and I will let you know if you listen to the podcast. I'll talk about it. Here you go, sir. You get yourself up. <clears throat> get Groot. Yes, in the back. That's in flux. That's, yes. It's in flux. So Comcast I, is getting Comcast is being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was hoping that was going to happen, but it doesn't look like it. No. Um, yeah, it looks like they're trying to keep uh, Deadpool, or at least not trying, but they're, they're keeping Deadpool separate from the MCU, which is unfortunate. I get that for those Because it's rated R. She's not even connected to Magneto. Right. Well, same thing with Quicksilver, right? But still, there was things in... The Deadpool movie, even though they had some of the X-Men in there, but it was like, for a split second, I think they're still trying to save money and then keep it separate, which is unfortunate because I would love to see uh, Deadpool kill the Marvel Universe. Yeah, that would be great, but they're not going to do that. That would be good. So, yeah. Well, we got two Quicksilvers, too, because the one from the X-Men movie, yeah. yeah. they hint that he's Wolverine or Magneto's son. But then the other one, But no. then the other one, he's like, he, yeah. they were like, he like chemically made the way. Yeah. 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 Which he died getting shot by bullets, which, which I think is wrong. Which wouldn't happen to the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question, uh, gentleman that walked in a little while ago. Are you a Thanos fan? Uh, a bit, yeah. You I, you were in the Infinity Gauntlet shirt, so I, I have to ask. What did you think about uh, Thanos in Infinity War? I liked it. Put you on spot. You liked it. But it, it was like you know how like I don't know if everyone's seen the movie here. <laughs> you should have seen it. Yeah. You're a Comic-Con. In the beginning of the Infinity Gauntlet, but it, he did it at the end in the comic. And it was, it was nice the way they did it. I've seen it three times. Nice, Ooh. nice. So you didn't, you didn't mind that, uh, that death wasn't in the movie? Well, I mean, they haven't introduced her, so it's kind of... Yeah. Well, you, you know, it's like different for like the, the real comic readers and like 
you know, how, how they present it to, like, just, like, someone who just walks in and wants to know a story. Right. But that's why I let it go. I was like, it's more, I guess, kind of more approachable for like people. Elsa. It's kind of weird to have death, like, being, like, <laughs> fantasized about and stuff. I was actually uh, hoping that uh, death was uh, Deadpool's girlfriend. Mm, that would have been, that, that been perfect because she would have been perfect role and Deadpool, Deadpool's girlfriend literally is death at one point in time in the comics. So I thought that would have been really cool. They didn't do it. so Missed opportunity. But yeah. they're, I guess they're still, well, I guess it's over. Yeah. What do you guys think about the Deadpool and Spider-Man thing? I love the comics. Uh, the the most recent one that's I don't know it's in its twenties or thirties Deadpool and Spider Man but are you talking about more from the movies or the animation or, or the animated I'm talking about like the comics and the animated the comic is great it's hilarious Deadpool works very well with Peter Parker Spider Man um, about, about the first one of that yeah well yeah. the recent one yeah, yeah. It, it's funny I mean Deadpool's doing his his thing and they're a great team I would love to see Deadpool from the the Ryan Reynolds version from the actual movies tag team with Wolverine or Spider-Man or Iron Man and you know in one of these movies but I, I just like Kronos was mentioned earlier I don't think it's going to happen but it's a great concept it, he works so well in tag team with somebody and having him with Colossus who have worked for two movies it could be even better I'll explain the problem with Deadpool with movies so when you have the rest of the MCU they're all PG-13 mm. alright and then when you have Deadpool is rated R like Pretty, pretty hard R, yep. especially the first one. Um, I think that's the main problem for a lot of the studios is that they know that they want to get the main audience, right? If you talk about any kind of MCU that. movie that's going to make a bunch of money, you may make it PG-13 because you're going to uh, appeal to like the wide audience. Yep. But when you come to Deadpool, it, it's very hard to, uh, to translate that character into a PG-13 movie and then not have hardcore nerds get mad that he's not rated R. Yeah. And so that, that's always going to be a problem. And then kind of just jumping in there real quick, uh, the what is it, Spectacular Spider-Man that comes on Disney XD. Yep. I, like, I love the interaction between Deadpool and Spider-Man because Deadpool is constantly like making fun of Spider-Man, saying like, hey, you, cop you copied my costume. He even took Spider-Man's spider buggy and <laughs> converted it to his own Deadpool buggy, and he even <laughs> has like the same name. So like their interaction in that is actually really funny. If you, if you don't watch Spider-Man, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man is kind of good. Yeah, it's not bad on, that, on uh, Disney is it, is it Spectacular Spider-Man? I think it's Spectacular. I think it's Spectacular. No, it's Ultimate Spider-Man because... Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it's Maybe Ultimate Spider-Man <laughs> because I remember Dick, Dick Fury is like, oh, you can, be, you can be better or you can be Ultimate. There you go. <laughs> I just have one more thing to say about sure. the PG-13 thing hmm? I think it would actually be really cool and actually pretty funny if they did do a PG-13 where he can't swear with Logan. Yeah. And then Logan just swipes that one F-bomb away, and then, you know, Deadpool just has Yeah, just gets mad. <laughs> we only have one F-bomb he can drop. He's been waiting the whole movie yeah. the whole for the movie. perfect moment, and then Logan sweats That would be a good one. I mean, it would be good. If, if, if these movies are made by, you know, fans, fans yeah. mm -hmm. then that would be great. But It would be, be cool if they, like, like, he gets censored, like, it beeps them, and he's like, what? I didn't like literally be, put the sound? actual censored black bar yeah. over yeah. his mouth. Yeah. That would be fun. That would be great. Like yeah, he's like, yeah. what is this? So, is there any directors in here? We need to get this down. <laughs> get this copywritten. But honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm, money. Just, I'm happy that they made Deadpool to begin with. Oh, yeah. Sure. For the longest time, um, there were no rated R comic movies. You know, the last one that I can think of in recent memory is, uh, is Blade, really. And I love Blade. Those are great movies. And Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, go back and watch the first oh, play. Definitely oh, rated R. They're in a club yeah. where blood was coming from the ceiling? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, what was her name? Tracy Lord. She's a porn star. She was like the first character in the movie. And, like, after that, it was like raining blood. Yeah. Spawn was R, yeah. Yeah, Spawn was R too. Yeah, Spawn was too. That's coming back. Jimmy Fox is going to be in Spawn. So, yeah. Should be interesting. I will say, and I know I'm in the minority on this, so don't, don't kill me. I'm probably going to see the Venom movie. I just I like Tom Hardy. I know it's not going to follow any of the Spider-Man true lore and whatnot. I think the it bad could be guy Carnage. is going to be the audience. Uh, <laughs> it could be Carnage, but if it's just a guy, it needs to be more than just a guy. Maybe it's Shadow King. <laughs> to me, the movie is going to be weird because it's weird to introduce uh, an iconic villain without the iconic. 
hero. Mm -hmm. So I think if I think people that do not that do not read comics are gonna watch that movie. They're gonna think it's interesting. I think people that are comic fans are probably not gonna watch it because I mean Venom the. When he was introduced into the movies, it was garbage, right? It was the one with the Spider dance and Spider-Man. Both of them. And Spider-Man 3. Uh, yeah. And Spider-Man 2. Thought, she thought, who did you think it was? She thought, you thought it was uh, the video game. What video game do you think it was? The Web of Shadow? Uh, or Maximum Chronic? Uh, that video game where... Uh, Prey? I don't know. Uh, you thought it was based on a video game. Before you thought, was there a... The Venom movie? You thought it was based on a video game? Yeah. <laughs> it was a little like... Black things that like crawl over the hill. Oh, well, that would be prey. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's like what that's Venom is like. Yeah. Like you, you jump off buildings and like it's, it's cool and. It's oh, with the black dude, right? Yeah, prototype. Yeah, prototype. Yeah, I got you. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> that one movie with that one person on the building. <laughs> that's how you get to your answers. Dying light. Lego Batman. Prototype was a. I, I enjoyed those games. So, yeah. It actually does look prototype. You're right. Like with the way the thing is expands and stuff. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> We're like, but she said it though, mm -hmm. so. <laughs> Have anybody experienced augmented reality? Like actually, like play around with it and stuff. They like are that? actually augmented reality or virtual reality. Virtual reality. Anybody? Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. I have a mind at home. Well, we have. Oh, we have awesome. It's a lot of fun. It is. We, yeah. we, we both do. So yeah. talk about AWE. So yeah, just recently I went to AWE. Actually, last week I went to AWE, and there was a bunch of futuristic stuff Sorry. there. Sorry, Augmented World Expo. So AWE. But um, <laughs> I actually have a backpack here. This looks like a normal backpack, but it's actually pretty high tech. Um, the way This company that makes it, um, I can't get her name, but looks. the backpack is called a Look Backpack. Yeah. And it looks like a normal backpack, but you can actually scan it with your phone. And it's actually almost like a QR code. And you can, if, you, if you're the owner of the backpack, you can customize what people see. So like you can have like certain details on there. Like you can actually lock it so nobody can actually get anything. But you can have like your email address, you can have like a picture of you, a video that you like, your favorite song. So this is like, it's kind of like a proof of concept. You ever seen the movie Wanted? You know how like they have the fabric where they would read the fabric to figure out like, okay, this is who we're killing now? This is basically that. So every backpack who is you different. Killing? It doesn't happen. <laughs> but what's really cool is that it's, it's really cool. So if you're like a like a band person, you can have like your your music available. So if somebody's scanning your backpack, they can like go to your website and listen to your music, or you can have like different videos on there. You can have different images. So it's basically like a like a social media backpack. So this is just a little touch of the future, but it doesn't. So right now this company isn't just doing this fabric. They're doing like camouflage type stuff. It's not just backpacks. They have like shoes and stuff like that too. You want to show them what it looks like on your phone? Um, so you, you not unload it? no, no. So this backpack isn't registered yet. Oh, okay. So I'm actually going to give this away. Whoa! Oh. So is it like not you yet. download an app? Yeah, you download it. There's a specific app you have to download that will be able to scan this. So if you were to scan it right now, it wouldn't be anything because it's not registered to anybody. But I don't have mine. Mine have like my image, my image on there, my website for my yeah. photography my favorite band on there. So it's actually a pretty cool product. And it's actually available for sale for $35 on the website. You can probably like Google that. I can't think of any company, but. And this is like Oprah's giveaway yeah. stuff. Right? This is great. Look at you, you get it. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we need a good, uh, an excellent question yes. though, right? So we got two things. But anyway, else, question, comments, insults? Well, um, we haven't, I don't know if you guys watched Star Wars. But yes. Okay. In the <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't watch Star Wars? <laughs> okay, in the Last Jedi, in a nutshell, I wanted Finn to be more badass. Mm. Me too. And so I was just wondering. I was disappointed where they went with this character. Although I, I appreciate. I guess I did. I don't know. I was just hoping. I wanted him to go back and just kick some stormtrooper ass and that kind of thing. Oh, excuse my language. There's people yelling here. But, um, it's okay, we did too. <laughs> what, what did you guys think of Ben in the last Jedi? Well, I will say, when I first heard that we were gonna have a black stormtrooper, when I first heard that Finn was in the movie, I was like, oh, he's gonna be a Jedi, it's gonna be cool. And then he's a black stormtrooper, I was like, okay, he can't shoot. <laughs> and then when I saw the movie, I was like, I mean, it's a cool character, but you're right, I think they're not doing enough with him. However, there are other characters in the movies that are badass, right? right. So you kind of have everybody be a badass. Right. Um, 
But yeah, I think uh, especially given like the hype around him, he should be doing more. Especially at the end of uh, episode, what was it, seven? Mm-hmm. Um, when he waking? Yeah, when he ended up in like the coma or whatever, and then he woke up. I was like, hey, he's, he's gonna wake up and he's gonna do a bunch of cool stuff. And the next one, yeah, he didn't do a lot of cool stuff. So yeah, yeah. That, that was to me it was a disappointment. Right. But I still love the movie. So I, I have a thing about villains. I don't know if I've told you. <laughs> um, his nemesis in these movies is Captain Phasma. Oh, she's right. awful. Captain Phasma <laughs> is terrible. Like. I wanted to like her because yeah. they built her up as something. Yeah. She is not. She has her own line of toys. She's doing all this other, I read her you know. Comic. Her she, comic was so. Her comic was good. But, well, it was good, but. But from the. Like, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, man. <laughs> her comic made me like her less. Right. Because. Oh, she's horrible. Exactly. Because she was so. I was like, dude, you're like. You're killing your own stormtroopers and like betraying them, and it's like. It was heartbreaking, the comic. Yeah. yeah. She's very evil, which is why I wanted them to, I don't know. Yeah, but yes. <laughs> Movie wise, she's so terrible that it actually brings him down too. Because yeah. if you have a weak nemesis, a weak villain, main villain, and that's who it's supposed to be in these movies, yeah. then the main character, the hero, also suffers. And that's the problem with Finn for me. Well, my thing with Finn was that I felt like they didn't really use him enough. Like, he kind of was like. Because in the in the Force Awakens he was flagged as a traitor, but then in in the Last Jedi he was trying to abandon the ship. He's like, I'm out of here. So he was like again being a traitor. But then that's when the uh, Asian girl stopped him with the Rose. Rose, where she tased him, like mm, you ain't going nowhere. But like, yeah, just I feel like they didn't really use Finn too much. And Finn's such a cool name because I love Adventure Time. So. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> got one time for one more question. You got three more minutes for you have to be out of here. But you, let's get from one person new. Uh, I just kind of got on the Star Wars stuff. Okay. I haven't seen it. Okay. What was the question? What do we think of Solo? I, I, I'm Solo was keep, a no-go. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep things positive. I trashed this movie completely this week on this cast. This was the absolute worst movie I've seen, a big budget movie I've seen in the last 15 years. The writing was atrocious. This is not my Lando. You, you know why if you saw this movie, but um, terrible writing. Uh, I don't blame the actors, but nothing worked because of this terrible the writing and and <laughs> and suspect um, directing as well. If if we're really being honest, the movie tanked and rightly so. I feel like there wasn't a story that was compelling enough to tell, and I don't think that they he got the most out of these actors. From, on a scene-by-scene scene basis to, I don't know, make it feel Star Wars-like. So yes, you had no lights, I'm sorry, unless you had no lightsabers in it, and that's a problem. Yes, you had no force in it, and that's also a problem for a Star Wars movie. But at the same time, nothing felt hopeful from a Star Wars standpoint. Feel free to disagree. We're not authoritative. Yeah. So, <laughs> what do, you don't agree with this statement? Me? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing where I like watching the way that the franchises build on each other, the MCU, and how it plays on stuff. I want to see where they go with this. Sure. Since they brought in him at the end. I forgot a lot of stuff from Clone Wars, so I'd go back and like reread sure. it. So I just, I, I'm more like interested. I'm a little curious what it would have been like with the other directors. I think it'd be way worse. Um, but I mean, yeah, he, Howard is more of a, he's a very competent director, but not a competent Star Wars director. So. I've had a theory, because like a lot of my friends that have watched this movie, uh, the people that liked it were of a certain type. Are you in the film industry at all? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. See, everybody I know that likes that movie was in the film industry. Every single person. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know every why? single person. I have no idea why. <laughs> I haven't watched the movie yet. So I'm going to watch it, but every single person oh, I knew is in the industry. Way I no, no, it's, it's okay. I'm, I, I'm still going to watch it, but yeah. I wanted to feel like that, and I, I, I did try to go in objectively, and it's okay that you, you enjoyed it. It really I'm not, is. I'm not a big fan of the, the number ones. I'm, I really don't like I, uh, of the seven, eight so far. I mean, I'm, Shit. 
I like the new characters, and I'm not a fan of those, but I kind of like the other. Okay. And unfortunately. Real quick, we're at our end. So uh, I know I said the best question, but everybody pick a number between 1 and 50. 80. Okay. 1 and 50, you already lost. Jesus, <laughs> 36? Okay. 47. You said 47? 27. 27. 40. 40? Don't let the president die. 45? 25. 2. 25. 4. 2. 25. All right. 17. 17, you? 48. You? I said 13. Okay. What else? You guys? 4? You? 24. What's up? You 40? Okay. You? 24. 24. And you said 36. I'm going to say 36. You? You won. It was 37. What's my name? All right. You win. Oh, you gotta get that was as uh, unobjective as I can get. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, you gotta do good. Um, yeah. Um... And I, I wrote it down. It was 37. I'm not, I'm not kidding. So, yeah. <laughs> Who can guess the month I was born? October. Nope. June. Nope. Nope. July. Nope. 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 Nope.